ML Nation, episode 190. I think when we choose things that seem scary, um, that's when we grow the most and feel the fear and do it anyway, right? If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation, I know you can't get much for a dollar nowadays. You can't get a hot dog. You can barely get a cup of coffee. You can get a lot of things. Can you get a donut? I don't know if you can get a donut. I don't eat donuts. But anyway, you can get a seven-day trial to MLM Nation Insider and get all my implementation guide courses for free. For a dollar for a seven-day trial, whether you want to learn how to three-script prospecting process, or how to create more shareable social media posts, or the 21 mistakes that people make in social media, or how to run your own home meeting, all these implementation guides, normally priced at 47 are all yours for free for $1 for seven days. And you can also ask me questions and stuff. whole lot of other benefits. I'll keep it short. Just go to MLMNationInsider.com. MLMNationInsider.com. And now, let's go to the show. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. Yes, this is Simon Chan. I know I sound different. I'm not an imposter. This is the Simon Chan. But today, I just kind of lost my voice. So this is going to be a really interesting episode because... Uh, you know, having three boys, um, and this past 72 hours, you know, a lot of play dates, and I, I try not to scream my kids, but sometimes when you're in a park and stuff, you got to raise your voice a little bit to be heard. Uh, but between that, and I think the last 72 hours has just been incredible. It's like from taking my kids to the dentist, we had kindergarten orientation, and then we had, and then my stuff, you know, here's one thing like, that's helped me become successful and happy. It's like, nothing is good and nothing is bad. That's what, you know, we all know, we tend to like exaggerate when things are bad. We tend to exaggerate when things are good. I just look at everything as interesting and exciting. So tons of interesting things happened this week. The last 72, like I said, last two or three days. Um, the side view mirrors on my wind, my suburban, my dream car just got ripped off. Someone decided to steal them. And then believe it or not, last night we had like a pipe burst in our house and the plumber is like basically <laughs> over right now. So it's going to be a really interesting, but today's guest is so special. It's like, there's no way I'm going to cancel this. I know she's busy. I appreciate your time. And she has five boys. So I was looking at that. I'm three boys, and I'm like thinking it's tough. Man, she's going to whip me into shape. So anyway, um, this is me. My, this is going to be a special you know, episode with the Simon Chan weird voice going here. So MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fried up to bring a special guest today, Kirsten Koshbaum. Kirsten, are you ready to make it happen? Absolutely. I'm really excited. I got my boys ready, too. So if you need some some backup, we're here. So if we hear yelling, screaming, it's either going to be one of yours or one of mine. That's how we roll. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Kirsten Koshbun has been network marketing for six years. She's a top-ranked leader at her company and has built a global team of 50,000 people. She has spoken in front of thousands, including being on stage at Eric Worre's Most Powerful Woman in Network Marketing event. Kirsten lives out in Las Vegas, Nevada, for her husband, Kyle, and five boys, ages from three months to nine years old. So, and check this out. As if that was enough, later this year, Kirsten will also be representing the city of Henderson for the Mrs. Nevada pageant. So, Kirsten, I've given ML Nation a brief intro, but I'm going to ask you a question. I start off right off the bat. I've never asked anyone. That's the first question. And that is, how can you build a successful business with five boys? 
<laughs> this is probably the most common question that I get asked. And recently, as you had mentioned, I was on stage with Eric Worre at GoPro, and I brought my three-month-old baby on stage because I wanted to show women and mothers everywhere, parents everywhere, really, that you can integrate your business with your children. So my kids know what I do. We set goals together. We have whiteboards around the house. You know, they kind of each have their own goals that they're doing, and, and they all kind of integrate into what we as a family are looking to accomplish. So, you know, to put it in a little nutshell, it is not a thing that I separate from them. It's all part of it. And I think that people really resonate with that um, as they see me, that I'm not perfect, that I get on stage and I start sweating and my baby's crying and then my husband knocks down the set behind me. And like, I mean, it's just like, it's like comedy, but like people are real, you know? So you have to keep it real. So, uh, in between three months and nine years old, what's in between? What are the ages in between? Yeah, they're basically like nine, seven, five, two, and three months. Wow. So yeah. the five, two, and uh, obviously not the three months, but five and two, they, they understand goals? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really good at bribing, actually. So, yeah, I mean, they know if they if their goal is to, you know, sit and and play a video game while I do a call, or you know, learn to maybe share or play nicely with some blocks on the floor while I go hide in the closet to do an MLM Nation interview. You know, like that's their goal. But ultimately, they understand that you know, when mommy hits a goal or when mommy and daddy are able to accomplish something, then the whole family goes to Hawaii for three weeks, right? We just got back from Hawaii and they understand that we get to do things like that because of how hard we work. So that's that is awesome. So let's yeah. go right to time management. How do you manage your time with five kids? Yeah. Uh, who takes them to school? I mean, you're feeding, you know, all that type of stuff. How, how do you do it? It's true. And so I think that the most important part of that is to understand that it has to be fluid, right? So there is a general uh, schedule, but at the same time, there has to be help. So now we have a full-time assistant. But before, I did this without one. So it's not necessary to have one, but it certainly makes it nice. <laughs> um, so I use my phone. My husband and I share a Google Calendar on the phone. So like every day we wake up, we push on the calendar and we see what's before us. But then additionally, we use contact you know, software like um, – I can't think of the name of it, but you know, where people book sessions with you and it pops up in your calendar as your available time. And then we have a, two whiteboards in our office and a whiteboard in the kitchen. So, you know, we're just always writing things down. So it's always right in front of our faces. Um, my husband takes the kids to school right now um, just because I have the baby with me and I'm up at night usually with the baby, but um, I'll go pick up my boys here in about 30 minutes. And um, we just, we share the responsibility um, pretty pretty nicely that is awesome because i, I found out like most people distributors when they say they have they don't have time and by the way if you're listening and you feel you don't have time that's totally an excuse because here we have a mother with five kids and making it happen yeah a, a lot of times it's just it's not that they don't have time they have a lack of time management that's what it is mm -hmm. yeah well, we don't watch TV either. Like, I'm just going to put that right out there. We don't, we don't have TV. We don't have cable. So, I mean, that saves hours, <laughs> right? Yes, definitely. So, yeah. um, what was your previous background and how did you get introduced to network marketing? 
Yeah, great question. So I have a business management degree from San Diego State. My father has always been an entrepreneur. So I've always been really interested in real estate and finance and things like that. So I have a real estate license in California as well as Nevada. Um, when I moved here to Nevada, I was I actually was managing a private investing firm and I started a mortgage company. And so anyway, I'm very much into numbers and working hard and being my own boss. I was actually introduced to my company from a friend um, who was just sharing the product with me. I was not interested in building a business in any way. I didn't have time, like you said, right? Because I was a busy woman. But um, the product worked so well for my children. That's how I was introduced to network marketing was through my children. They had some needs, nothing too, too crazy, but just, you know, some common symptoms and ailments and things that I was really looking for natural solutions for. And so that's, what my friend gave me was a couple of samples and it worked so well that I just, I couldn't ignore that this was a product that was going to really bless my family's life. And I just naturally started sharing it, but it really was about a year before I started actively building the business. You know, I shared with my mom and some friends and stuff, but it wasn't really until about a year where I really got into it. So what made you really get into it? What what was the thing that one year later, say you, that made you make that decision. All right, I'm, this is all I'm going to do. Uh, it was actually a really, really big life change. My husband is also very entrepreneurial. He's a public speaker. He's an amazing man, and he had an internet marketing company that was very large. I mean, like millions of dollars, right? And so we were pretty set. So I didn't need to do another business. I was just doing real estate kind of for fun. And, you know, so one fateful day, uh, my husband's very large company basically fell apart and we found ourselves with three children, um, very young and we had no money. It was like literally zero. And so we had to move out of our home and, and we moved back in with my husband's parents, basically starting over at zero, borrowing money from family and really just desperate, you know, looking for like, what else are we going to do? But because we're both very entrepreneurial, we knew that it would be a business. You know what I mean? We weren't going to go get a job somewhere that just wasn't, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but just wasn't really how we were raised. So as I had been using the product in this company for so long, the main leaders of the company said to me, they kind of knew what had happened to us. And they just said, Hey, Kirsten, we know what you're capable of. And, and we would love to show you how to build this business. And uh, even then, honestly, I was kind of like pretty depressed and bummed out about how my life just got thrown away. So I thought, you know, and I said, all right, I guess I don't have anything else to do. Like, you know, <laughs> kind of just, uh, I guess if you say so type of a thing. So, so did you have success right away? Cause you, you know, you're an entrepreneur. Um, did you have success right away once you decided to get started? Yes, I did. Actually, I have a, a way I think that, you know, just like anybody, when you set your mind to something, you do it, you know, like there's no other way. And and my why was so strong. I mean, it was like we had zero dollars. So there had to be me mustering up all my courage and everything that I had to work on myself. I remember listening to a lot of personal development at the time. And one of the things I heard was, you can never expect to attract someone into your business who's better than you. And that scared me, right? Because I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I am not very good. So I better get a lot better just personally, like in my own personal development so that I can expect to attract people. So I really, really focused on that in the beginning. 
Uh, what did you do to focus on making yourself better? Yeah, I listened to audios. I mean, I feel like it's pretty in, information is everywhere these days. So, I mean, even if you don't want to, if you can't afford to go buy a bunch of books, I mean, I just go on YouTube and 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 type in, you know, Tony Robbins, Michael Klaus, Eric Worre. Like, I mean, listen to MLM Nation for goodness sakes, you know, like <laughs> just listen to people talk about their journeys and get into that energy, that space that's gets you fired up, you know, gives you ideas. I think one of the reasons why you became successful is because, like you said, uh, you, you and your husband come from entrepreneurial backgrounds, right? So you always treat it, you go all out and treat it like a business. Yeah. And I think most distributors do not do that. They want to have a business, but they're really treating it like a hobby. So right. what advice can you What did you do to treat it like a business? So I would say I want to start with the advice thing, actually, because what I'm experiencing right now, right in my business right now that I'm really seeing is all of these amazing people standing up, raising their hands, saying, Kirsten, I want to do this business with you. I totally see what you've created and how you've done it. And so I'm like, awesome. Yes, let's do this. Right. And so we get them signed up and, and they start listening to calls and they start working on their personal development. But the thing that really divides people, the ones that are actually going to do it versus the ones that were really excited in the beginning. I mean, you, they have bless their hearts, you know, they want it bad, but it's just like, it is your ability to, get past adversity. You know, no one says it's going to be like easy. No one says you're not going to have all of your emotional junk get thrown in your face of all the things that you feel like you're not good at. You know, it will show you what you're good at and what you're not. And it's the people who are willing to learn and be coachable and teachable and humble enough to recognize that it starts with them. So for me, again, I recognize wow, I'm not very good. You know, maybe some people don't even recognize that, you know? So recognizing that you are a wonderful person, right? It's not a self-esteem thing, but it's just a matter of skills. I mean, if you wanted to go be a surgeon, you don't just expect that you're just going to go be the best surgeon, right? You're going to go to school, you're going to practice on cadavers. And I mean, you're, it's going to take years and years for you to become this professional, and it's really the people who are willing to put in that time and never, ever give up and continue to show up to events, company events, personal development events, things like that, just to continually fill your cup, you know, with that energy that you need to keep going. What was the aha moment for you in the business? Like, where maybe a light bulb went off, something happened or an event or something happened and then your business really took off. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, there's a few things and they all are at those events. So like I was just saying, if you, if you do nothing else in your business, if you can't even talk to someone, if you are just like, Oh my gosh, I'm terrified. I don't want to prospect. I don't want to follow up. If you just go to events, um, again, definitely your company events, you know, things like that. So for me, when I was kind of first getting going, I, like I said, it took me about a year before I even cared to do the business. But once I was into the business and I really wanted to do this, um, let's see, it was November and then December, January, February. So about three months into building, which is a pretty critical time, like that first 90 days where you're like, I'm doing it. I got my 90 day plan, you know, and then you maybe hit your goal or maybe you don't. So I had hit a goal and I was at my company's leadership event. But mind you, I'm sitting in the back. My husband is there holding my brand new baby. We are like wondering why we are here. I can't, you know, it's really hard to pay attention. I'm thinking I could, I don't know if I could ever do this. I was sitting in the back 
and I heard this woman speak on stage and she was a mom like me and she had five kids and she was just so cool and down to earth. And she just, she spoke to my soul. She spoke to me and I had a vision where I knew that I would be on that stage next year. In fact, she was even wearing this black and white outfit. And like I had, my vision was so clear. I knew that I would be on that stage wearing black and white, telling my story. And that was a really, really powerful moment for me. Not only that it fueled my belief, but it also introduced me to the concept of attract, attracting, manifesting, planning very clearly, you know, using the energy of the world, you know, the universe conspires to, uh, to help you achieve your goals. So that was kind of like this aha moment that I went and I just ran with it. I worked really hard and I was able to stand on the stage at my company's event the next year telling my story and wearing black and white, of course. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, let's go to the other side of the journey. What would you consider your worst moment in network marketing? Your most miserable, terrible moment, but somehow it's actually probably be, <laughs> it's probably your best moment now because you probably learned the biggest lesson during that. So what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It is the same. It actually is the same moment. So it, it was during that period of time, right? So I had this moment where, and, and every who, who can relate to this, right? You have this moment at your company's event and you're all excited and you're like, I'm doing this. I'm going to be a diamond or a whatever executives, you know, starship commander, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter what the name is, but you're excited. You have big goals and then you get going and, and you get so tired and so down and your numbers are low and your leaders won't call you back. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea it was going to be this hard. And so there was a night where I had a, a goal. My goal was to be, it was the second highest rank in my company at the time. That was kind of like my next jump. And it was the rank that I really wanted to be um, as I spoke on stage at this event, right? This, this one that I was manifesting. And it was that night at the end of the month where I was pushing and pushing and calling and emailing and creating volume and doing all this. And I felt really, really alone. Actually, I remember being up until about four o'clock in the morning by myself. All my leaders had gone to bed and my husband had gone to bed and I was tired. I think I probably cried, you know, and I just am like, just, it's like the end of a marathon and you're just sweating and tired. And I just felt really alone and I wasn't really sure if it was worth it. Um, but it was, <laughs> so you just keep going. Yeah. Um, what inspired you to keep going? Because some people may think that, hey, you know, you, you have a life, you have like five beautiful kids. What inspired you to keep going? Well, this is a really good question. So at the time, I mean, this moment for me that I was just describing to you, that was about three years ago, right? And so once I had achieved that goal, to be honest, that next month, I didn't do anything. I was in a total hangover. I call it like the rank hangover, where you can't even mention the name of your company because you're so tired. Like, And, and I think that self-care is really, really important. And I also don't want to paint the picture that you have to push to a rank that way. It doesn't have to look that way, right? But for me, at that time, it did. So what has inspired me to keep going at this point actually has, it's been something that I've developed. I, I wasn't quite sure. Why do I keep going? And now I know, like crystal clear, my why is because I believe that my job or my purpose here in this world is to be the best and, and highest expression of myself as I possibly can be and to attract others 
who want to do the same thing. I know there are people searching for me out there. I've shifted into, it used to be me going, Oh, where can I find some more people for my team? Like, where can I find builders? Where can I find people to, you know, purchase product and customers? And, and, you know, I do think that way, but I've shifted now into praying and asking who is, who is praying for me to come into their lives? Who can I bless? And, and what is my calling in this life to be able to find those people who really want this, like who just need a mentor with resources to pour into them? And so that's why I will never quit because I know that it's like, it's my calling. It's what God had in mind for me in this life. And I, it's a huge blessing. You talked about self-care. So uh, for leaders that like for someone who have achieved your level of success, what do you do for your self care? How do you rejuvenate yourself? Yeah, well, typically I reserve, um, well, always I reserve Sundays for days of worship and family. The phones are off, the Facebook is off. We do not work on Sundays. Um, we keep that day very sacred. Um, additionally, Friday is a day that is very fun for us. So, I mean, I'm doing this interview because this is fun, right? But um, for the rest of the day, I mean, you know, we go out on our boat, we go camping, we um, sometimes I'll just take an hour because sometimes I really don't have that much time, right? But I will take an hour, I will demand that hour and I will say, Kyle, I'm going to get a pedicure. So handle handle the tribe, (laughs) (laughs) handle the pack of boys. I'm going to get a pedicure, you know, so um, now, let's share another story. Uh, take us to the time that you consider your proudest moment in network marketing. Oh, my goodness. My proudest moment. I, I would say there's two. So I definitely want to share that, you know, that that time when I had achieved that goal at, at our company event uh, every year, the annual event, you know, they have a big gala and you get to walk down the carpet as a new rank and they throw confetti in your face and they have, you know, photographers and you get to pick your song that you get to walk down the carpet with, you know, and that's just like, it's wonderful. It, it the One of the things that's so amazing about network marketing is that like, you get to be celebrated. I mean, some people in this world have not had someone give them a round of applause since their high school graduation, you know? And I just feel like there's so much celebrating that can be done through this business. So I love that. And I was proud of myself. I worked hard for that. But even more than that, so that was a few years ago. Now, what really gets me is when I get to stand on the side of that carpet and throw confetti in my leader's faces, right? It's like, I'm this proud mama. I get to be like, so I, I nurtured these people and love them and, and they work so hard and they get to be that diamond rank and they get to walk on that carpet. So uh, that is my favorite moment of our company event every single year is watching the new people whose lives are literally changed forever by doing this business with me. So I love seeing them. I'm so proud at that moment. What is the one thing, as a leader, especially with your vision, what's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing? Mm, wow. <laughs> Everything, actually. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I talk to people who, I mean, I don't care if you're a photographer or a, a yoga teacher or a real estate agent. Like, I, when I'm talking to people, I'm like, don't you kind of wish that there was like a network marketing model 
in your business? Like network marketing makes so much sense. It's so beautiful. What other business do you have where you are just so incentivized to just pour yourself into someone else to help them grow and succeed and even supersede you? There's nothing in corporate America that, that even comes close to that. So I love that about network marketing. Additionally, as I've gotten involved in more of just like, you know, general network marketing training, right? Like not company specific, but just working with Eric and Marina and, you know, other groups as well, like you guys, what I love is just that network marketing is, is here to stay. It's growing and it makes sense for both professionals as well as, uh, entrepreneurs and, you know, moms at home. It, there is something for everyone in network marketing. Hmm. Now, um, I know there are a lot of moms listening and you have, you're an inspiration. What advice can you give to those moms out there with little kids? My advice is to go easy on yourself. Um, I actually saw somebody posted an article the other day and it was all about like, oh, your daughter wanted you to hang out with her for 20 minutes and you weren't there. It was so guilty. I was like, ew, why did they share that? That's so guilty. Get rid of the guilt. The mom guilt is not real. Your kids aren't looking at you going, oh, I can't believe she's on the, uh, you know, and maybe they'll say, oh, mom, you're on a call again or whatever. But what they aren't understanding is that like, you know, well, hopefully what they are understanding at some point or that they will understand, you know, in the future is that you're building something. You are their world. You are their example. If you show your children that their lives, when they have children, that their lives will have to stop and they can't do anything for themselves. What kind of example are you setting? Personally, I feel like by me going out and achieving my personal dreams, by taking care of myself and, and making myself happy, uh, then I'm able to pour more into my children. My children are now able to go to a private school. They're able to do all the activities they want to do. They're able to travel around the world and to work in humanitarian efforts around the world. They're able to see things in a very different light. And it's okay if you want to just be home with your kids and, and take care of them. And I do that as well. But network marketing gives you so many more options of ways to expand yourself as a mother rather than just playing small as a mother. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the reasons I love network marketing is because I have these three beliefs. Number one, it helps us fulfill our limited potential. Number two, it allows us to give back more, just like the way you are giving back to the uh, community now, Kristen. And also three, it allows us to be better parents. You know, because we're, we're always leading by example and we're creating this legacy. Absolutely. And, you know, I know that guilt thing because, you know, if you're guilty, you know, that guilt is just worse because, I mean, I've been there when <laughs> I had my first son. It never ends. You know, you can do all these things, more things to your kids, but, you know, where do you draw the line between the guilt? You might as well just take advantage of the time right now and yeah. be the parent that your kids would be proud of. Absolutely, yes. And I think, you know, too, it's really just about – like you said, being the example for your kids, showing them that you can be anything you want to be, right? And so if you're not living that example, if you're not living that I can be anything I want to be, and so can you, you're actually sending them a message that they can't do it, right? And that's not the message that you want to send your kids. The other thing I will say is that, you know, I'm very good at two things. Well, I feel like I'm pretty good at a lot of things, but <laughs> these two things as a mother, I'm good at compartmentalizing my time and I'm good at multitasking. So I do both. Um, there are many times where I'm walking around my house with a headphone in my ear while I'm feeding my baby and making dinner and doing all that, you know, kind of doing like the mom 
dance, right? Um, so I do multitask, but additionally, like right now, I'm up here, I'm, in, I'm away from the kids, but as soon as this is over, I'm going to go right back down. I'm going to be right back in mommy mode, you know, and they, oh, where I was gone for like 20 minutes. Like, it's okay, you know, and if you have to have some time that you set aside every week to go and do your business, you have to have a belief in network marketing that it will grow. There will be a time where you will be gone and you will be building and you will make those sacrifices. And if you can bring your kids on some of those trips, then do it. If you can't and it's not appropriate, then that's fine too. But, you know, it's it's a short amount of time for a huge payoff and it is absolutely worth it. Definitely. And if you look at the lifespan, it's a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, and I, one thing I like what you do is you said, comp, you know, compart, I can't pronounce it, compartmentalize, right? You yeah. set boundaries. Like mm-hmm. you make your Friday, your fun days, your Sunday, like no business. So that makes it a lot easier for you. Yeah. You know, um, one question before we you kind of kind of wrap up to the rapid fire questions is like, so I think it's very unique. Uh, you're going to Mrs. Nevada pageant. So I have <laughs> yes. to ask you about this. What's this about? Okay, so I personally enjoy doing things that scare the crap out of me. Like I, maybe I'm an adrenaline junkie or something, but I enjoy finding something that will stretch me a lot and then choosing that. Right. So this is a goal that I have where I'm going, I mean, I just had a baby. So Mrs. Nevada is like fit, you know, swimsuit competition. Like I have to be physically fit. I have to be on my game as far as my contribution to my community. Um, this is a wonderful opportunity for me to give back as well as to meet other really powerful women in my community. So it's also a networking opportunity. So it's such a great option, I think, for networking and giving back and just kind of all the things that I'm already into, as well as just doing something that's going to scare me and really force me out of my comfort zone. I think when we choose things that seem scary, um, that's when we grow the most and feel the fear and do it anyway, right? I love it. It's so inspiring. Just just like your courage to jump outside a comfort zone. <laughs> really cool. Thank you. How would you like to never run out of prospects and know what to say to co-markets, to strangers, either online and offline? If you want to get endless supply of prospects, I'll teach you the two things. The number one, the quick, direct approach, and also number two, the slow harvest approach. Go check out my co-market recruiting secrets course. It's normally $47, but for MLM Nation listeners only, especially priced at $7. Just go check that out. Go to mlmnation.net forward slash code market. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash code market. Hey, as we wrap up the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. And one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So there are two primary choices in life. One, to accept conditions as they exist. Or two, to accept the responsibility for changing them. And that is a quote that I have lived by throughout all everything, everything I do. It's like, hey, you can stay where you're at. If you're cool with that, awesome. That's wonderful. I, I will support you in that. Or you can accept those responsibilities for changing that and make it happen. Mm, I love that. That's so good. Uh, Kirsten, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? I pray a lot. I pray and meditate a lot. Hey, that makes two of us. Mm-hmm. And right before, you know, right before this interview, I meditated for thirty minutes. Oh I had to wow! To clear my mind, it's like I got an interview coming up. Plumber just fixed it. Yeah. And my wife took the baby out, and it's like I got to clear my mind. Get, yeah. get excited for this. <laughs> so good. And hey, for moms who are listening, her going, 
we don't have time to meditate. Like, give me a break. The baby is always needing something. You know, I want you guys to know, like yesterday, I have a meditation that I listen to. It's on my phone. I put it on my earphones. And I sometimes do that while I'm taking care of the kids. So understand, like, it's not me like, oh, I'm peaceful and I have no distractions while I'm meditating. You know, it's about moms know uh, I'm not saying guys can't do this too, but it is a little bit more, I believe, a womanly thing to kind of multitask like everything. So there are times where I'm listening to my affirmations, my meditations while I'm taking care of my kids too, just to get me in that zone. Hmm, really, really good. Um, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? <laughs> I've received a lot of really good advice, but there was one time when I was um, speaking to my mentor, and I have a lot of mentors in this business, but there's a, a woman in particular, and she and I were having a conversation. I was very frustrated with my leaders because I, um, you know, I like to build, I like to grow fast, I like to do this, you know, and not everybody has that same energy, right? So I was saying to her, I'm like, you know, I'm just so frustrated because I'm doing this for them. And she goes, whoa, whoa, whoa stop right there. You are not doing this for your leaders. Okay. You're doing it for yourself. And that to me was like, Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> so if you're the only one on your team right now, who's like doing it and, and doing all the events and going and, you know, however it is doing your presentations and following up and having your events, understand that this is your business. So, you know, we do place people in network marketing, right? We have like placements and structure and downlines and all that kind of stuff. I think sometimes we, we have a fear or, or we think that we're going to enable people or, you know, they're going to get a free ride off of our work or whatever. And, you know, just understand that's the nature of how this business is. But the fact of the matter is, is that you will be the one who is successful. There's no way that those people who you feel like you're doing it for, you know, will be successful without their own efforts. So um, there's a cap on that. And when she told me, you're doing this for yourself, it just kind of shifted it for me to take even more responsibility for my own business. Mm. I want to add something to that because related to that is I know some people who maybe they have a bad upline or bad, you know, they don't like this upline sponsorship mm -hmm. or leadership. And so mm -hmm. they think like, I can't go all out and build my business because they're going to earn. They're going to make money doing nothing. <laughs> I'm like, what does it matter? to them yeah. right like this is your business who cares I mean, if you earn a million they earn two million that's their business who cares why yeah. are you letting pride stop you from building your business and I, it's I all agree. about pride a hundred percent yeah take the ego out of it it doesn't matter let that part go money is energy you know that there's something there for them there's a lot more for you you know it's a journey it's all good what's your favorite prospecting tool you use so say someone is interested in the business or do, do you send them an online video? Do you sit down with them, do a one-on-one? -on -one? Do you use a flip chart or do you sample first? What do you like to use? Um, my company is very much a product-based company. And so I always want to make sure that they have samples in their hands. Um, so whenever anyone comes to my house, I mean, seriously, like we just had some friends come in from Seattle yesterday and we're sitting out on the back porch and I bring out my stuff. Not, not to like, you know, pitch them anything, but just because I love it that much. <laughs> so I'm like, Hey, let's have an experience with this product. You know, it's so awesome. And they loved it. And it, it heightened the whole conversation and made it a better, made it a better time, you know, for us to communicate. So definitely just sharing the product is first and foremost, but from a business perspective, I think that's something that happens in our company is there's so, the products are so amazing that people kind of shy away from the business. Um, so I think, to, 
Yeah, I think having a video, I have a page on my website that I will send people a link and I use like, you know, just the, Hey, if I sent you this link, would you watch it? If I sent you a video, would you watch it? It's simple. It's, there's no attachment to it. It's not, uh, it's going to hurt my feelings if you don't watch this, you know, it's just, Hey, check it out. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? (laughs) You know, it's funny. I saw this, um, Oh, what is my favorite app? I am all over Facebook, to be honest with you. (laughs) So my husband is like the techie guy. So he has the Dropbox and he has the Skype and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm like, hmm, let me look at my phone and tell you. Oh, you know what? I like Audible, actually. Can that be one? Yes. Okay, okay. Because Audible, again, for the busy mom, for the busy anyone – for me to get the time for my personal development, it has to be on audio. So I'll just like open up my Audible app and just, you know, click on one of the one of the audios that I want to listen to that day, whether I want to learn more about, you know, taxes and investing or just incantations and affirmations, like, you know, any of that kind of stuff. I like using Audible for that. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Oh, my goodness. Um, there's one. Uh, how could there be one? I'll let you, I'll yeah. let you give two or three books. Okay. Okay. First, I mean, these are the books that I give to my new distributors, right? Like people, like when I send them like a business gift package, they all get the four-year career. Um, I really like how simple that is. Um, Richard Brooke, he just did an excellent job like outlining it. Hey, it's four years. Let's do this. Right. Um, The other one I really like is called, um, oh goodness. Oh, Mach 2 with your hair on fire. Another one of his actually. Um, Mach 2 with your hair on fire is all about the art of visualizing, like super clear. And so what I've done with that, just as an example, I will write down a vision that I have for myself, like my future self. I will write it down and I I will record myself reading it. So then again, I just have it on my phone so I can plug it in, listen to it on my headphones. And I'm like reprogramming like these new neurological pathways in my brain, you know, and that's what I learned from reading that Mach 2. And if I can say a third one, I would say GoPro from Eric Worre. It's just an excellent tool on being a professional in this business uh, rather than a, than an amateur. Everybody wants to be a pro, right? Yes. Awesome. And uh, ML Nation, Richard Brooke has been on ML Nation and podcast number 22. You definitely want to check out. That was mm-hmm. actually one of my personal favorites, the four-year career, all those great books. And uh, I know Chris and I mentioned Audible before. Audiobooks are a big part, played a big part of my success. And you can get a free audiobook if you go to mlnationbook.com. That is through Audible. But go nice. to mlnationbook.com. Listeners out there, you can get your free audiobook. Now, Kirsten, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your husband. You didn't know your five kids. You didn't know your tribe. You didn't know your parents. No one. So you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? This is a great question. In fact, uh, last year, as I was on stage um, at the Most Powerful Women in Network Marketing event, this was the speech that I gave. So I'm glad you asked me this question. I said, what if we dropped you off in the middle of a city and you had to build a business? You know nobody, right? So some of the advice that I gave people was, first of all, what do you already love to do? Right. So for me, like, where am I going to go? Where do I want to hang out? Because I'm looking for people 
who are like me, right? So I'm going to go find some sort of event, like a, a networking event, a personal development event, some kind of conference where people are showing up just trying to learn about, it doesn't even matter, learn about something related to business. These are people who are looking to improve their lives in some way, right? So you just show up to something like that, right? The second thing is I would use my skills of asking questions. So there's a book, The Art of Asking Questions. Really, it's not about you, right? It's not about me. It's about them. So, for example, I was at the bank yesterday. You know, I had to send a wire. And I'm sitting talking to this guy. And, like, I have no attachment at all to whether he joins my business or not. But I'm just asking him, where are you from? What's your family like? Turns out he's from Iran. Like, I mean, he just goes on and on. He writes my name in Persian. So my point being this. You go somewhere that you know that people are already looking to change their lives in some way. Maybe it's a gym. You know, maybe, again, all these different places. You're going to make a list of all the places where you would like to go and where you would like to hang out. And then you learn how to ask questions with people and get them talking about themselves. And then as you are genuinely interested in what they have to say then you may find that there is an opportunity to offer your product or your service or your mentorship or whatever resources you have to enrich their lives. And they won't probably say yes unless they see it as a benefit to them, right? So it's just learning how to speak your story, speak your product story, speak your business story, and know how to kind of mirror people's emotions and mirror what you know the, their language that they're showing you and go from there. Hey, thank you so much, Kirsten. Uh, you know, as we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? What? How can they connect with me? You mean like my website? Yeah, how can they contact you, connect with you if you want to reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. So they can find me on Facebook. I am Kirsten Kirschbaum on there. We actually have a brand new website. I am so, so proud of it. I'm proud of my husband. He created this whole thing. So our website is Claim purepower.com. Claim it. Claim pure power. Just go do it. <laughs> come stop by. Come say hi to us. Learn a little bit more about who we are and what we do. And we'd love to say hi to you. And any last words or advice? Yeah. You know what? Honestly, one thing. Okay. And I've said it throughout this whole thing. Just go to the next event, okay? Like just that next time, that next event, like that next one, whether it's a, a home event, uh, a big event from your company, maybe some of the corporate executives are going to be, you know, showing up somewhere, or maybe it's a whole other, like, you know, general Eric Worre, or, you know, there's so many, Tony Robbins or whoever, Go to the big events. Go get the energy that is there. That is the energy of success. That is what people do. They work on their personal development by going to events. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Kirsten Koshbaum. So keep <laughs> up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Kirsten, which is K-I-E-R-S-T-O-N. K-I-E-R-S-T-O-N. On the search bar and the show notes, all the nuggets of wisdom that Kirsten shared will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Kirsten, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you again and God bless you. Thank you. Hey, ML Nation, before we go to the recap and review... If you want to learn to sponsor more people and avoid the five daily mistakes and also get the follow-up script where you can use, to, you know, have you ever had a prospect that just disappeared on you? Well, I'm going to share your exact words. It's guaranteed to bring them back, at least reply back to you. 
Okay, so check this out. Go to my sponsoringworkshop.com. It's a free two-hour webinar that will uh, also give you closes as well on how to have more posture and confidence when you prospect and get over those prospecting fears. So I'm going to keep it short because of my voice, but it's a two-hour webinar. It's free. Go to sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, it's www.sponsoringworkshop.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. And thanks to Kirsten Kirschbaum for an awesome episode. Make sure you go to mlmnation.net and reach out to her. Just, uh, this is how you spell her name, K-I-E-R-S-T-O-N. I know it probably didn't sound that clear because of my voice, but it's K-I-E-R-S-T-O-N. And all the nuggets of wisdom, uh, the show notes, everything that she talked about will be right there, including the books that she mentioned. Um, so a couple of things. Number one, I think this was a great episode. If you have kids, um, Kirsten lays it out really well, you know, giving... Number one starts off with she has five kids, right? So what, what excuses do you have? Even before she had that perf- personal assistant, but learn to use tools. You talk about, you know, uh, her husband, her, she has a Google Calendar synced using so they all know what's going on. That's something my wife and I do. We actually also use Google Docs for like a shopping list of things. So if I'm, um, here's another tip that I give you. So for example, have you ever been to like your husband or your spouse goes to the store and then they, uh, you don't, I, you say, how come you didn't tell me you were there? Because you should have bought this. You forgot to buy that, right? You know, my wife and I, we used to do that all their time. Like, how do you, I didn't know you were at Costco. We needed to buy this. So we solved that problem. Every time we need something, we go to this Google Doc on our phone, and we just add it there. And then she can access it. So if, you, if you're ever at Trader Joe's or whatever, the Korean market, Chinese market, she just looks at, we have a couple of different lists, like Korean market, Chinese market, Trader Joe's, Costco. Okay, now you know where we shop and Target too, right? Now we know, now we know where, where we get our groceries. And also there's a Whole Foods one too. So we just add it in there. And when she goes there, she checks it. So it saves tremendous amounts of time because you don't have to forget about things. And she doesn't need to call me either. Um, also, white, uh, get back to Kirsten, she had whiteboards, right? Letting know her kids. Her kids were part of the business. They knew what the goals were. They knew that mommy had to work, daddy had to work, um, all working together. I think it's fantastic. Another thing she should do very well is she car- what, what she does, compartmentalize, right? Like, this is family time. This is family time. She's got to do this. Sometimes she's got to multitask. And sometimes there's also boundaries. Like she said, Friday's kind of like a fun day. Sunday is like rest day. No Facebook, nothing. Totally turns everything off and spend time with the family. I think that's so, so good and important because, you know, one of my big pet peeves, I shouldn't say pet peeves, but it does drive me nuts. It's like when I see parents with their kids and their parents are with their phones. They're like, throw that phone away, ma'am. Go, go pay attention to your kid. Or, sir, put that phone away. Pay attention to your kid. Pay attention to them. Pay attention to your kids, right? And then these parents are wondering how come when the kids grow up later, they're on the phones. They don't listen to the parents. You're leading by example, right? So that's that transitions to the next thing that Kristen's very good at was like, she talked about get rid of the mom guilt. Right? You got to spend time and build this business. You have to get rid of that guilt. And I know for me, when I had my first son, there was some guilt. But I tell you, that guilt never ends because you can always do more for your kids. But it got to the point that, hey, you got to be the example for your kids. Lead by example. Go out there and make it happen. No matter how busy you are, just make it happen. And that's the thing that drives me. You know, even doing this show right now, like, I want my kids to know, like, hey, doesn't matter if daddy has a bad voice or, you know, the plumber and we had like, the dentist and all that. He still made it happen. He didn't can. He you know, daddy doesn't cancel on anyone. Doesn't matter how rough it. He'll make it happen. So that's like that's the, you know that's what drives me to know that my kids. It doesn't matter about whether it's going to be. And when I was building my business or even doing ML Nation, no matter you know how long whatever success is, what are you doing? It's like daddy was not a quitter. No matter how tough it was, um, and Kirsten talked about it. So you got to embrace hardship, right? Embrace it. Uh, 
dealing with hardship, dealing with struggle, get past adversity. Adversity is part of life. Don't criticize, complain against it. You know, in ML Nation, if it hasn't hit you, guess what? It will hit you. It's going to hit you when you're least expecting it and whammy right back in your face. You know, this is like the fifth interview that I've done this week. Uh, but the first one, my voice went away. But all these other personal things happened, but you keep going. Right, and I'm not saying maybe some of you this is like a small thing, and I know it's not, but it's just it was inconveniences for me going to the dentist and all that stuff, and like the plumbing, the pipes, people stealing my car, my car windows. But you keep going, you know. So no matter what is going to happen, you know, like Jim Rohn says, you're always going to have problems with how you deal with that problems. So get over that. I think one of the things that builds that toughness, and Kirsten shared it was like this is like write this down. This is a big moment. It's like she. Puts herself. She finds joy in doing things that stretch her, that scares the crap out of her. Like doing this Mrs. Nevada thing, right? That she has. She just had a baby. She has to push herself, get in shape um, for this pageant. Like doing things that scare you will make you better. And, you know, in our previous episode, we have Fraser Brooks. Fraser Brooks talked about the three fears he had, right? That, that was in episode 188. And f- three fears, how he had to... Um, he hated public speaking. He liked cold calling. He hated roller coasters, but he forced himself to do so often that he's not scared. And because he conquered those fears, because he, like every time Kirsten does something like that, it boosts courage. It increases self-esteem, right? And and the fear of like missing out, like Fraser Brooks says, that's the worst fear: fear of missing out in life. So hats off to Kirsten for you know doing things like that. It's very very inspiring. Really inspiring. Uh, a couple other, t- uh, you know, some aha moments. It's like, you know, Kirsten shared her worst moment at 4 a.m. All her leaders were sleeping, but she was working. Leaders lead by example. Leaders are the ones working. Another thing she shared about, you're building your business. So don't think about your downlines, your uplines, you know, uplines making money off of me or your downlines are not doing anything. I'm going to set them up. Build your own business. This is your business. Uh, and sometimes we get, you know, network marketing is a beautiful structure, but we put so much emphasis on upline downline, we forget this is your business. So if your downlines quit, keep building your business. If your uplines are, you know, are jerks and not helping you, don't worry about it. Just go prove them wrong. Go build better than them. Out-earn them. In, in this business, you know, in, in the company, you can't out-earn your boss. But in this business, you want to get the best revenge, out-earn them. Because you, in MLM, you can't do this, right? So go out there, okay? It's your business. Um because you're doing this business for yourself. And, you know, the last thing is like uh, you, events, events, events. I think Kirsten talked about it. I mean, how many times references from her talking about, the, you know, speaking to the most powerful women to her talking about her company event. You have to go to events. It's uh, Or any Tony Robbins, any type of event because they're motivating. Of anything, they're very motivating. If you ever been to any type of event, it's motivating, Right. It could be a networking event. It's better than sitting at home because sometimes in network marketing, if you're sitting at home, it can get lonely. So go out there, do an event because it's the, you know, where you're going to be five years from now is already depending on the books, the self, your self-development, your books and audios, right? Number two is like the places you've traveled. And three is the people you spend time with. And the, one of the rare times you can spend with motivated people are at events. So get yourself to an event. So thank you again, Kirsten, for sharing an awesome episode there. Really inspiring for moms. Uh, especially for moms out there, make sure you connect with her. Okay, Kirsten, K I E R S T O N. Check out the show notes. And uh, also, if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Really appreciate that. And also, share this with the MLM community. It's just really inspiring to hear moms with five kids and all that stuff making it happen. Really, really cool. So, MLM Nation, you know, with the business, you know, like uh, Kirsten shared. The best part was helping her team become successful. Okay, this is Simon Chan. I can barely speak. Thank you, everyone. Go out there and have a positive impact. 
I'll see you on the next episode, hopefully with a better voice. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.